You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. I am the host of the show, Lucas Smith. Thanks for tuning in today and every day that you tune in. Happy Tuesday, everybody. We are brought to you in part today by Locked On MLB. Be sure to join Walking Baseball Encyclopedia, Paul Francis Sullivan, but be sure to call him Sully. Uh, every day on Locked On MLB. And thank you for tuning in today to Locked On Cardinals it's a fun one because the Cardinals all of a sudden are right back in the playoff talk, playoff conversation. The second wild card is well within their grasp as they sit just a half a game out of that playoff spot going into play today on Tuesday as they have another game against the New York Mets today uh, in City Field. And they'll finish up the series tomorrow, both games being at 6-10 Central Time. It was an all-around dominant win yesterday for the St. Louis Cardinals. We're talking all about that today, as well as talking about Paul Goldschmidt being the Cardinals nominee with the 2021 Roberto Clemente Award, as well as talking about what the Cardinals need to continue to do and maybe what they need to do a little bit better on tonight's game against the New York Mets. We're going to start with... Who do you think we're going to start with? I'll, I'll let you sit and guess for three seconds. Ready? Three, two, one... I'm starting with Adam Wainwright. That is right. The 40-year-old right-hander just continues, continues his fine, fine season. And she goes six strong against the New York Mets. Gives up four hits, walks three, strikes out four. Was it the most dominant of starts? No. But I guarantee you that if you're a listener of this show that has listened in the past, you know what I'm going to say. He kept his team in the game last night, and he did not allow an errant run, but got some help from his defense. TJ McFarlane got some help from his defense in the top half of the seventh. But Adam Wainer just continues, continues, continues his very, very strong season. I'm not saying he should be the favorite for the number one in Cy Young, but I think he should get some consideration. It's just some consideration. Get, Get a couple third, fourth, fifth place votes. Maybe... You know, if you want to throw in a first-place vote for him, I'm not going to tell you not to. I probably wouldn't. I would still consider him, you know, top 10, at least by the numbers this year in 2021. Here are some things to consider. I tweeted this out from my Twitter at LJ Fastball. He is second in the National League in wins with 16. Eighth in ERA at 2.88. Ninth in whip at 1.03. Second in innings pitched at 190.1. He's tied for fifth in the most starts at 29. He's probably going to get two, if not three more starts. Tied for first in complete games. According to ESPN, he's got a 3.5 war. That's good for 12th in the National League. And again, he's doing this at 40 years old. He started the season at 39. I get it. But he's 40 years old, continuing to put up these remarkable numbers. I was going to be happy if Wainwright gave us a sub-4 ERA, or gave the Cardinals a sub-4 ERA in 2021. He's got a very realistic shot at giving the Cardinals a sub-3 ERA, a chance to win 18 games. Maybe he could squeeze in a fourth start in here. The, the, the Cardinals do have an off or a doubleheader on the 24th to kind of offset one of those off days. So who knows? But Adam Wainwright is, is a prime example of age being but a number. And he's a prime example of that you don't need 95, 96, 97 to... Th- to succeed, to succeed in 2021 in Major League Baseball. 
He knows how to pitch, and he's got great defense behind him. He's got a good relationship with his catcher. This is why so many of, of the things that matter in, in a baseball game are the intangibles. Things, you know, Because if, if you just saw Wainwright's stuff outside of his curveball, you might not think that it's anything super impressive. And I get that. But what Adam Wainwright does is he pitches. He locates in, out, up, down, changes speeds, changes location. All the stuff that I talk about pretty much every day here on Locked on Cardinals. And at least... It seems like every time Adam Wainwright goes to the mound for the St. Louis Cardinals. Because he just continues, continues, continues. There are, there's only so many things we can continue to say about Adam Wainwright. And I started talking about this, this next idea weeks ago that we shouldn't be surprised anymore or pleasantly surprised when Adam Wainwright goes out and does a start like this. He has pitched so well and has done so much this season that now these kind of starts are expected. When he gives up three or more earned runs, it's kind of a shock now for the for, for what he's doing this season. Let's take a look at his last handful of game logs to, to kind of hit, hit this point home, okay? Um, zero earned runs against the Mets. He gave up four earned runs against the Dodgers coming in the ninth inning. He went eight and a third. That was still a very solid start. This is, you know, numbers only go so far. But like I mentioned, take even even if you say, that okay, that, that's a four earned run start, Lucas, you said before, that's fine. Four earned runs there. One earned run against the Brewers. Zero earned, zero earned against the Pirates on the 22nd and 28th. Two earned against the Brewers on the 17th. Zero earned against the Pirates on the 11th. Two earned against the Royals on the 6th. And three earned against the Twins on the 1st. The last time Adam Wainwright gave up more than four, gave up more than three earned runs, excluding his September 8th start, all the way back on July the 16th against the San Francisco Giants. The last time Adam Wainwright went less than six innings, gets to go before that, was against the San Francisco Giants on July the 6th. Adam Wainwright has only given up more than four earned runs three times this season. He gave up six against the Padres on the 15th of May. He gave up five against the Mets on the 3rd of May. And he gave up six against the Reds on the 3rd of April. What else do you want me to tell you? What other numbers do you want me to dig into to say, hey, this guy is having a phenomenal season? Opponents are hitting just 205 against him. Incredible whip, like I mentioned, 1.03, top of the leaderboard or near the top of the leaderboard in so many statistical categories in the National League. Where would the Cardinals be without Adam Wainwright? Scary to think about. Because especially with the injuries they've had to the pitching rotation and and the bullpen and the amount of moves they've had to make. And again, every team has to deal with injuries. But Adam Wainwright has stepped up like I don't think anybody expected him to. We all, I expected a solid season. Like I mentioned, a sub-4 ERA would have been just fine for me from Adam Wainwright. And he's going out there and pitching his best full season since 2014. When he was Cy Young favorite. Remarkable. Simply, simply remarkable. There's, there's only so many things, like I mentioned, that you can say but before we, we just start repeating ourselves. Adam Wainwright is having a phenomenal 2021, and it should be noticed more and talked about more uh, by, by fans. So tell your friends, tell your family. He's now just uh, three strikeouts away from the 2000 strikeout club. Uh, he, he was went in there seven away. Uh, he got four strikeouts, so he's got 1,997 strikeouts on his illustrious major league career. One that will no, no doubt end up in a red jacket and a Cardinal Hall of Fame. Cooperstown might be um, a bit tall, but nevertheless, 
a remarkable career for Adam Wainwright. That's how good he's been. I just spent the entire first segment of the show today talking about Adam Wainwright. That's how good he is. That's how good he has been. That's how impressive it is that he's doing all of this at age 40. It's, it's incredible. And he's going to play one more a year. I'm not, I'm not saying we should expect this next year, but a, a, a healthy Adam Wainwright is as good as anybody else's ace. At least as good as anybody else's number two, if you, if you want to be a little, you know, take it down a notch, not put so much emotion into it, and that's fine. But I'm going to end the segment with a very popular point that I've already talked about today. Adam Wainwright is a master at keeping his team in the game. He did that on Monday, and I look forward to most likely him doing that again in his next start, which will probably be either Sunday or Monday, depending on how the Cardinals use the off day this Thursday. That was Adam Wainwright. Take a quick break. We're going to come back and talk about more pitching of the bullpen as well as uh, the offense. And again, a little bit later on, talking about uh, Mr. Paul Goldschmidt as the Cardinals Roberto Clemente Award winner. So all that coming up here in just a moment. We are back and better than ever as all teams, uh, all eyes rather, are on the gridiron as football teams are back to start another football season well underway, an exciting opening weekend. And as always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That is double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use that promo code NFL100NFL100. From football, basketball, baseball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers for the 2021 season at Bet Online. They are the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. We're going to finish up the uh, pitching conversation because, again, if you are um, a longtime listener of this show, you know that I love talking about pitching. So the rest of the bullpen made these runs, made those runs stick. TJ McFarlane gave up a hit, but got a nice double play thanks to Tommy Edmond on a sliding stop up the middle. Alex Reyes had an iffy eighth, but got the job done. Talk about that in just a moment. And Cody Whitley with a dominating uh, three strikeout, perfect bottom half of the ninth inning. Overall, Cardinals give up just six hits. Uh, do walk four, but strike out ten. Here's what I'll say about Alex Reyes. As, as from a managerial standpoint, that decision to leave him in paid off. So Mike Schilt, in, in, in that theory, in that logic, should get credit for leaving Alex Reyes in since Alex Reyes did his job. This is one of those times where I, I keep bringing up the point that I talked about before that these are Major League Baseball players. A manager at times is only as good as his bullpen management and is only as good as how well his players execute. Yes, there are good managers and bad managers. Don't get me wrong. We can argue about where Mike Schultz stands on that on another day. But because Reyes got the three outs that he needed to get without giving up any runs, you could say went pushed the right button at the right time. If it's me, would I have left him in that long knowing what he has done in the recent very recent past? Probably not. I would have gone to a different bullpen arm. But also, you got to think the Cardinals have to try and give people rest. You, you know, Luis Garcia was not brought in yesterday. He was most likely unavailable. 
So you have you have to think about these things. Uh, KK Kim is probably not somebody you're going to bring in with runners on base. You're going to want him to start a fresh inning. So it's it's one of those things where it 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 paid off. The Reyes move paid off because he got the three outs. But was it the best managerial move in the moment, knowing what he's done recently? Maybe not. It wasn't that high leverage of a situation. Yes, it was a three-run lead. Maybe you, you know, maybe you would have liked to save him for a lower leverage situation, like one that Cody Whitley got brought into. But all that said, let's give credit to Alex Reyes. Alex Reyes walked the leadoff man, gave up a hit, proceeded to strike out the side on some nasty sliders to Pete Alonso, Javier Baez, and then then a changeup. Uh, it was a left-handed batter um, to, to end the inning. Who was that? Um, McNeil, Jeff McNeil. Sorry, um, little ninety-two mile an hour down and away. That was nasty to watch. He was pumped up too. Alex Reyes was after a guy that struck out. Maybe this is a moment where he starts to go on a little bit of roll here as we start to close out the season, and he can say, "Hey, I'm on a roll." Cardinals, are, if we make it, if the Cardinals make it to October. Reyes is going to be a dependable option. Maybe, maybe this could be a turning point for Mister Reyes. Regardless, I think Alex Reyes is somebody that Cardinal fans love to cheer for just because of what he's been through, both on and off the baseball field, both in between the lines and outside of them. He's an easy man to cheer for. I understand that he has struggled this year, especially recently, but he was an all-star in the first half. He was able to survive the lack of control in the first half, not so much here in the second. So he's an easy guy to cheer for, in my opinion, if you're a Cardinal fan. So it's good to see him do well. It's good to see anybody in a Cardinal uniform do well when you're a fan of the Cardinals. But credit to Alex Reyes for being able to pitch through that jam. This is going to be a big confidence booster. Because another thing that I talked about almost exclusively on yesterday's show, and something that I'll talk about a lot for those of you who are new listeners, momentum. The Cardinals are starting to gain a little bit of momentum as we enter, or as we are in a very key point in the season for a lot of Major League Baseball teams, but especially for the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals are starting to pick up momentum, and that's why you see them where they're at in the standings, just a half a game out of the Padres and Reds, or a half a game out of the Reds, excuse me, entering play with the uh, Padres losing last night to the Giants. Cardinals sit just a half a game out, 74-69. and 69. Reds are 75-69. and 69. Cardinals are on a little bit of a three-game winning streak. The run differential is getting slimmer and slimmer. They're now just 13-under. So not only did Alex Reyes help his momentum, that was a huge momentum point in the game, which is going to end up most likely being, in my opinion, a huge momentum point in this stretch of games, in the season, and a possible, possible postseason run. Cardinals have a glorious opportunity this weekend when they play the Padres at home, because they're even with the Padres right now as they stand. So a glorious opportunity to beat the Padres and to help their postseason um, chances. But again, that Alex Reyes being able to work out of that jam was huge. Like I said, Cody Whitley with a perfect bottom half of the ninth. I would be remiss if I did not talk about, however, the 15-hit barrage that the Cardinal offense put on, scoring once in the second, third, fourth, or fifth innings respectively, and then putting up a four spot in the top half of the ninth to put the nail in the coffin. Paul Goldtritt with home run number 25 off of Rich Hill. Rich Hill had some nice curveballs in that game last night. But the Cardinal offense was just too much as Yadier Molina, I think, is just a double away now from 400. Dylan Carlson got things started. Tommy Edmond has 38 doubles. 38. That is not something that I would have expected. You know, obviously, his nickname's Tommy Two Bags. If, if, you're, um, uh, if you're a goer, if you're, if you're a Twitter follower of, of any, any Cardinal stand account or Cardinal, Cardinal accounts that follow the Cardinals, um, 
Tommy Two Bags as he gets a lot of doubles, but 38 is a lot of doubles for the switch hitter uh, here in 2021, and it's something that you know doubles from from the leadoff spot can really help set the table. Because when you're looking at leaders in doubles here in 2021, as I um, try and get those up here, excuse me, uh, Tom Yemen is going to be at, or if not, uh, going to be near, or if not at the top of doubles in the National League. He is, as I, again, apologies for this little uh, internet delay. He's at the top with 38 doubles. Next closest is Nicholas Castellanos at 35, and then Ozzy Albies at 34. So. This is a great example of how average doesn't mean everything. Yes, he still only has an OPS of 702, which is still a little bit low from a leadoff hitter. Don't get me wrong, but Tommy gets doubles. Got a double last night, and you know, just pointing out the fact that Tommy Evan does know how to hit um, and can be valuable. Not been all they just cut out to be in the season, in my opinion, but nevertheless. Even Nolan Arenado got an RBI last night as he <laughs> got a little blooper in the right field that, that fell in the... In, in, in the no man's land, but offensively it was a really nice night. Uh, Cardinals, like I mentioned, getting 15 hits. They did strike out 10 times, but they drew four walks. They were able to get to Richel early. Um, that they were get to Diaz late. Uh, that all the four runs were charged to uh, Diaz there uh, of the New York Mets. Not a lot to complain about offensively and pitching wise. This, this was a really sound win for the St. Louis Cardinals, and th- this is one of the wins that I was or a type of win that I was talking about yesterday on the show that I was like, if you want to take a little bit of a pessimistic or take the emotion out of it, uh, of a decision when you're looking at the Red Series, you could say, oh, the Cardinals barely squeaked by. They didn't hit. They didn't really pitch extremely well, but they pitched okay, you know, blah, blah, blah. This was a resounding win. Second shutout in a row. Pitching staff's getting on a roll. Offense had, like I said, had 15 hits, scored seven runs. This is a win that was... It was pretty dominating and, and pretty cut dry to the point. Cardinals outplayed the Mets last night. Mets are a playoff caliber team. They, they held the first spot in the NL East for much of this season and still have an outside shot at making the postseason. Right now, entering play on Tuesday after their loss yesterday, they do sit three and a half back of the Cincinnati Reds in the wild card spot. They're four and six in their last ten. The Cardinals, among the players or among the teams rather that are in competitive for a playoff spot, being the Mets, Phillies, uh, Padres, and Reds, are playing the best baseball as of late. They're not playing great baseball, but they're playing the best baseball as of late. Mets are four and six in their last ten. Phillies are three and seven in their last ten. So are the Padres. Reds are four and six in their last ten, and the Reds have lost two in a row. They did not play yesterday. Padres lost four in a row, and Philadelphia and New York both losing their most recent game while the Cardinals have a three-game winning streak going. All the, all the Cardinals can do now is control their own destiny. And then that is exactly what they can... That's exactly what they're doing. They're, they're trying to control their own destiny. They got the Mets. They can sink the Mets out of the playoff contention with the series win or a series sweep this week. And they play the Padres this weekend for the final time. And then they play Brewers-Cubs, Brewers-Cubs to close out their season. This next, these next five games are incredibly important incredibly important. Cardinals have to win every series from here on out. That, that that needs to be the goal. That needs to be the expectation if the Cardinals want to make the playoffs. They can't... They don't play the Reds anymore, so they can't control their destiny there, but they do have an opportunity to, to beat the Padres this weekend. All in all, resounding, dominating, satisfying win for the Cardinals last night. 
take a f- one quick final break, talk a little bit more about this upcoming game tonight against the New York Mets. The Cardinals and Mets play at 6-10 Central Time, 7-10 over there on the East Coast. And the Cardinals uh, also have a Roberto Clemente Award nominee, and I will be breaking that down and uh, sharing my thoughts on that coming up here in just a moment. But first, I'm going to try and solve a problem for you. Because does this sound familiar? You've got one device to catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. I want to tell you a simple way to get all the entertainment you love right from your fingertips without all the hassle of different devices. And it's, it's, it's just all a hassle. This way, you can get your TV together. And it's called Direct TV Stream. It brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, so you can watch your favorite sports movies and shows in one place. There's no mean there, That means no more juggling different remotes or buying different devices. Get rid of the clutter, the hassle, the confusion. Get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That is directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content does vary by package. Today's show is also brought to you in part by Rock Auto. Rock Auto can help save you time and money when shopping for auto part stops or auto part shops because you can't expect your local chain store to have everything you need in stock. Why wait for somebody else behind a counter to search it on their computer, only on their database? Now you have access to a place called rockauto.com in your pocket when you're on the go or at home on your computer. Save time and money when using rockauto.com. They are a family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years. If everything you need, if you need a brake part, a tail lamp, a motor oil, new carpet, Rock Auto has it. Go explore their easy-to-use website today. And find the solution to your auto part needs, and their prices are always reliably low. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available. Be sure to write locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Cardinals playing the Mets once again tonight. As I mentioned, 7-10 over on the East Coast. Uh, 6-10 here, Central Standard Time. And Jake Woodford gets the ball for St. Louis, coming off a so-so start, which came off a really solid relief appearance. And they will be facing Marcus Stroman, who is having a really solid year, despite wins and losses not being probably exactly where he wants them, just at 9-12, and but a 2-8-7 ERA. Jake Woodford's most recent appearance is a start against the Dodgers on the ninth. Four innings, three hits, and earned run, two walks, three strikeouts. The stuff looked a lot better in that start uh, than it has previously this season. Marcus Stroman is coming off six and a third down innings against the Miami Marlins, in which he gave up just four hits, one earned run, struck out seven. The start before that, he struck out two in five innings of three earned run baseball against the Washington Nationals. Cardinals are going to have their work cut out for him. And not that they didn't yesterday in Rich Hill. Rich Hill, like I mentioned, is a veteran left-hander who knows how to pitch um, and can still find some success, did not find it yesterday. But the Cardinals are definitely going to be having a very different battle on their hands in Marcus Stroman. A lot more explosive stuff. It's not just a curveball and a couple heaters and a changeup. It's it's explosive stuff, two-seam sinker, fastball, uh, curve, changeup, all those good things. If you want to see what Marcus Stroman throws, I would recommend going on Twitter going to Pitching Ninja and searching Marcus Stroman because Marcus Stroman is on there a lot. Good friends with, with, with the Pitching Ninja um, on, on Twitter and, and everything of that nature on their YouTube channel. So definitely some 
content there if you want to see how uh, nasty Marcus Stroman's stuff can be. So like I said, the Cardinals have their work cut out for him uh, tonight against Mar- uh, against Marcus Stroman. Tonight is probably going to be a, a really tough night for, for for me to predict a win. Uh, the Cardinals, again, it's just a different battle. Just a different battle in terms of stuff. Um, tomorrow's game might be a little bit more winnable as they face uh, a rookie and the Cardinals send out John Lester. Um, but we, we shall see. Uh, but let's go and talk about the Roberto Clemente Award. The Cardinals have had uh, a winner or two in the past. Adam Wainwright, uh, Yadier Molina, Carlos Beltran have all won those uh, as Cardinals. Um, and th- this year, the no- every, every team gets a nominee. And the nominee for the St. Louis Cardinals this year is Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, this was what was written on MLB.com. About the uh, nomination, it, it's a pretty... Uh, extensive list, so be sure to uh, read it on MLB.com by Zachary Silver. Uh, but uh, Goldschmidt has a uh, potpourri, according to Zachary Silver, of charitable causes. Um, uh, the, the big one is his commitment to a pedi- pediatric cancer patients, uh, his wife Amy being dedicated supporters of the Arizona Cancer Foundation for Children. Um, they have made efforts to visit children with the Make-A-Wish Foundation, um, and the list goes on and on. Uh, Ball Goldschmidt also made a donation to Convoy of Hope, a faith-based nonprofit organization that provided a full tractor trailer of food and supplies to the St. Louis community. So Paul Goldschmidt is the nominee, like I mentioned, for the St. Louis Cardinals. Everybody on this list, from for, from the Blue Jays to the all the way down to the, to the Nationals, that goes their first and last ones, if I remember right, on that list. But all 30 of these gentlemen have done some, some fine work in their communities and are well-deserving. Cardinals will be looking for another winner in Paul Goldschmidt. Uh, 34-year-old Paul Goldschmidt, happy belated birthday to the Cardinal first baseman. Uh, but nevertheless, we'll see. We'll see if he wins it. it it's, it's always nice. It was nice for Yadier to Molina to win it. In, uh, I think it was 2018 when he won it. Uh, could be wrong there. Um, uh, in honor of uh, country mate Roberto Clemente. So we'll see if Paul Goldschmidt can continue the Cardinal tradition of having winners of that award. But that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, at LJFastball, for all of your Cardinal coverage that you need. And follow the show on Twitter and Instagram, at LO underscore Cardinals, uh, for show updates. You can email the show anytime at LockedOnCards at gmail.com as well. I try to respond to as many of those as I can. Uh, Mailbag episode is coming your way on Thursday, so be sure to get your questions in now uh, for that episode on Thursday. Uh, Cardinals, once again, 6-10 first pitch. I still think the Cardinals have momentum, and I do think they will take the series this week against the Mets. Just a matter, do they win Tuesday or Wednesday? Whether they win or lose, I'll be back on Wednesday morning. Uh, to break all the action down. And until I talk to you guys then, be sure to stay safe, stay well, and have a fantastic day.